Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. Absolute daddy. Absolute daddy. Absolute daddy, absolute daddy, absolute dad, dad. Absolute dad. I now declare you dad. Legally Hello dad. Hello and welcome to <laughs> Two in the Think Tank, the podcast where we come up with five sketch ideas. I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall, and I am today joined by my guest, mm. Andy Matthews. Hello. <laughs> Thanks for having me on. And we're changing up things a little on the podcast. I'm from now on. Whenever I'm here, I'm going to be a guest. I'm going to be appearing in in my capacity as a guest. I'll still be on every episode, but I'll be a permanent guest. Andy, just to just to explain to you what kind of happens. Have you ever listened to the podcast? Uh, Not Um, in this new format. So I'm very excited to learn how how. So basically, it's pretty loose. It's pretty loose. We just talk, and then when we come across something that we think maybe is something, mm. then we'll then we'll maybe write it down. It's it's like a uh, a little. I was making cookies with the boys today, and what it is mm-hmm. is each idea is a scoop, and then we have a conversation to roll it into a little ball, and then we <laughs> we uh, write it down. We went the writing down on the paper. That's squishing it flat. And that's the yeah. What shape is your scoop? It's not round. Um, well, I mean, you know, you or... use a spoon, don't you? You use a standard, standard dessert spoon, but that doesn't necessarily right. provide you with a, a beautiful round, um, scoop. So, you know, yeah, it feels like it feels like a double handling. Um, yep, I am, I am. I'm, I have two hands. Everything I do is double handling with both. Is everything, <laughs> even <laughs> masturbating. Alistair, at the start. Of the- <laughs> now, 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 Alistair, there, yeah. I reckon there is a good way to do it like that where you would probably put two hands, your fingers into like a victory V symbol, which is already good, already very positive. And then you sort of slide positive. those across each other to make a little kind of a a little eye, eye-shaped opening. Um. Like a like a shotgun, mm. and you use both barrels. <laughs> Give it a both barrels, absolutely. You get it both. A, doof, doof, um, and then you just read and you. Doof, doof. Uh, at, Ac- at the start, action pump. At the start of the um, of the of the podcast, I I, I mentioned the term legally dad, and I think yeah. this would be a version of legally blonde. Uh, and now the pun is on uh, l- uh, legally dead, and I think okay. what that would allow us to do is that this movie is now about a guy who's a forensic pathologist, or maybe a coroner, yeah. but he's also a dad, and okay. you know, so, and and that's already so unexpected. The idea of a man, the idea of a coroner. <laughs> Well, what about somebody who is a father in some way, but only legally? Ah, uh, yes. 
And so he actually has no children of his own and is not linked to any children in any way. Mm. Um, but, <laughs> but he, he is legally a dad. <laughs> but through some through some accidental paperwork, yes. the state the state sees him as a dad. I think this could be a a good kind of oh, this is a great con. Okay, it's where through legal trickery you force somebody to be your parent. Right. Okay. You know, yeah. you get them to yeah, sign yeah. some sort of form, and it's like a like a you know and you are legally become their dependent and they legally have to look after you and you can you can pull this off at any age that's the great thing there's a, there's some sort of loophole thing that you can do and then you're it's like a forced a forced adoption yeah exactly <laughs> and, and and so i could do this to you alistair and then you know you 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 have to look after me um, you try and you try and kick me out, but then a social worker comes around and yeah. and says, you know, look, he's your responsibility. It's all here we in have paperwork. To have Christmas. You are legally we have dad. To have Christmas together. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's right. You have to have Christmas together legally. That's what that's what being a parent is. <laughs> um, and is there is there a way in which? Turns out that he's very... This is just a person who's very vulnerable to this. (laughs) I don't know why. How could you be more vulnerable than others to having people become... Mm. Force force parenthood upon you? Um, I I mean, my first instinct was something like, you know, your name is something like... And this could be... be, uh, uh, This might not go anywhere, Alistair, but uh, what if your name was like... Sample father name, right? And there's some yep. government paperwork which, as the default, comes with the name sample father name uh, yeah. written in it. Okay, and and that means that anybody whose paperwork uh, doesn't get filled out in full, you end up legally being their dad because that's because uh, your name's on the paperwork. Maybe his first name is Sam and his middle name is Pla. <laughs> and then his surname is father name. Uh father with a hyphen. Name. Yeah, Sam. <laughs> Sam Pla. Father name. Um You know, and and what happened was also this is, could be you know, it could just be as simple maybe as Sam but Sam Buddy. Not Sam Buddy. Some somebody. Mm. And no, this guy, this guy posted his name, date of birth, and signature on Twitter for some reason because mm. he was taking photo of a document for a joke. Great, great. And then somebody says, "No, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. That's you're leaving yourself open, vulnerable." Yes. You know, to something happening, and then he goes, "It's too late. You're already look." And he looked up the birth, marriages, and registers, dad, or the register, or whatever. He's like, "Look, somebody's already made you their dad. You've, you've been like, swarmed. What? You've been dad swarmed. You've already." <laughs> You've already been swarmed. Look at this. You got three kids now. He goes, ah. And the number's just ticking up. Just looking at it, it's just ticking up. Hi. Seven, eight, thirty-two kids. You can see and you can see just the the Christmas bills just going like going up in his head. He's he's just making he's doing them he's doing the numbers in his head. And he's going, Oh boy. You know, even if that's thirty bucks a kid, mm. that's minimum spend. Oh, this is gonna ruin me. Um I think 
that this is a new kind of hacking, right? Yeah. Where instead of, you know, hacking into somebody's computer or breaking into their house in some way, you hack into their family and you you insert yourself in there. Yeah. Oh, it definitely is a thing Russians could do. Mm, that's right. <laughs> And then they're oh, and they're, oh well, th- then they're allowed to maybe come into the country as an immigration thing. Come perhaps. into the country, yeah, and yeah. Uh, and then they come and stay with you. Um, I don't seem to be able to get much further than this staying with you element. I'm sure, there are other elements, but just getting into the country is like because then also that that thing where, where it's like well, you know, they're not going to call up and go, you know, they're not going to you know at, at at the border and go. Is it okay if your son comes and stays with yeah, you? Yeah, of course not. They're going to say you're so, you're a son. You're somebody's son. You you right in on on your way, sir. Carry on through. Go just right in. Yeah. Um. I see. This and is imagine, a movie, and, 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 and at the end, you know, having legally tried to not be, you know, tried to various legal avenues to get rid of all these hundreds of children. Uh, yeah. The single, you know, the 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 bachelor dad character uh, comes to love all, you know, several hundred of his all of his, of his children, hacker children, and it's actually really, you know, they all learn a lot from each other, and it's really inspiring. And that's great. And, and then, then, then they have a big they also, Christmas. They also bring the country down from the inside as well. Yeah, <laughs> together. <laughs> that's in a post-credit sequence. Setting it oh, up yeah, tantalizingly. Right. <laughs> <laughs> it's not even the point of the movie, but but it's just a side thing. Yeah, you know, it's a bonus. There's a little little bonus at the end there. Well, because don't you think there would be a nice struggle in there, where, like about you know him trying to figure out what he loves more, his country or his children? Well, this is a different film entirely, Alistair. This is a is it? But isn't it something he would confront when he? When he realizes that all his children are here to, you know, they're here from, you know, the internet rate, you know, the internet <laughs> research agency or whatever. And yeah. They're all sort of, they're all sort of spies or, you know, people who write content mm. on, you know, fake Ukrainian news websites or whatever, yeah. anti-Ukrainian news websites <laughs> in Australia now. And, um, and then, uh, and at, you know, and at some point, you know, maybe, maybe they're being, at, you know, maybe then they're attacking Australia as well, maybe fake Australia history. Maybe they're writing stuff for Sky News or whatever. And uh, and then he has to go, well, do I accept my children for who, the, who they are, even though that they're attacking this country that I feel, you know, fine about? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's a good, it's a, it's it's an interesting question because it made me wonder, like how how upset I would really be if another country took over our country. I don't, I don't know how, like, how. Yeah, if it's just the government, if it's just if the it's government just the taking government? over, that doesn't bother me. I don't really like the government. Mm. But, and and you know what? And I think that they would try harder because they would know that we don't like them for, <laughs> for you know, coming and taking over. Yeah. So they might even try harder to make us like them, but it depends on whether there's guards in the street. With guns and stuff like that, but it's not necessarily bad if there's guards in the street with guns. Mm. 
As long as they're, you know, if 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 they're, you know, as long as they're not harassing us. Yeah, as long as they're not disappearing us in the middle of the night. Yeah, because I mean, society has to keep moving. They don't want to. They don't. They don't want a country that is going to just crumble. No, you know, they don't want the economy to be ruined. No, and whatever. you don't want the people to be in a state of revolution, right? Like you don't want there to be massive unrest because that's not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's just a pain in the ass to uh, to control. So if yeah. we more or less just like elect a foreign country's government and this is this would be a good system where every every 4 years you don't you don't elect a new government but all the governments in the world all move to a different country they all you know it's a sort of a musical chairs type arrangement every 4 or, years or it's an open it's an op, it's an open tender <laughs> <laughs> and you vote for the country that you want to take over your thing based on the plan that they put forward. The, uh, you know, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I mean, right now it's not a free market. Right now it's very restrictive. It's usually, you know, it's it's usually you know two parties, mm. and then you're picking you're picking from those. Whereas if every country got to have a you know, yeah, you're right. You go. you elect. You can basically at at every election you can elect to be part of to join whatever or be annexed by whatever country you want. Okay, and then yeah. I think you know, and and it would have to be set up in such a way where everything's cool and everybody's respects the rules because you're allowed to then vote to be part of a. You know, they've got to let you go if at the next election you vote to be part of a different country. Yeah, 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 they can't change the political system. <laughs> no, whereas like, oh, they can't be like, oh, now we're not going to let you guys vote. No, that would be uh, um, for... that would be really, uh, you know, that would be against the spirit of the thing. That's probably what you would look into when you're voting for a country. You go, what, well, do they allow this kind of thing in their country? Mm. Yeah, yeah, you you definitely be tricky. You might be able, to, you might vote yourself into one where you can't vote out. Vote, vote, but, vote you know, your but, way but out. Maybe that's what you like. Maybe, Maybe you don't like the voting in other countries kind of system, mm. and you'll vote a country in that doesn't allow that. <laughs> yes, uh, is this a sketch in some way? I think so. Yeah, yeah. I think the voting, you know, open, open tender democracy. Right. Um, I'm looking up at the uh, the pin board that's in front of me at this desk, Alistair. Yeah, and. Uh, uh, hanging from a, a, a pin that I've got up there is a um, is a Daffy Duck USB stick, right? Because I uh, I went along to I needed a USB stick, and I went along to the uh, post office. Did you get one in the US? Uh, a, a, a US USA USB. Yeah, like I mean, were you in the US? That feel, feels like where you would get a Daffy Duck thing. Yeah, no. And is it a is it a United States B? Uh, no, it's it's a it's <laughs> it's it's from the local post office here in Balan. Yeah, and um and I wanted the cheapest USB, and uh, the yeah. cheapest ones that they had available were branded um, Daffy Duck uh, USBs, and I'm not sure why that's the case. I mean, it seems like a good USB. It's it's worked for me historically. But I wonder if there's some kind of, uh, you know, what how the how the how the mathematics and the economics works out to mean that well, buying something maybe. as a you as a Daffy Duck uh, makes it cheaper. 
Yeah, maybe they're maybe they're bringing back a new Warner Brothers thing. Mm. You know, it's been uh, it's been it's been gone for a bit, and they're you know maybe the USB maker was able to sell some ad space. Right. Sure. So this you is know? actually and a... so he 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 could lower his costs, and then it's bringing you know things like Daffy Duck fresher to mind. More likely that now you're going to go on USB. Mm-hmm. I don't know on USB on YouTube, but maybe you'll go on USB. <laughs> um, and you go on YouTube. You look up some Daffy Duck sketches. Yep. And and then all those views add 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 revenue. That's money and back in Warner Brothers' pocket. Yeah, they probably. I'm sure they've worked all of this out. They're you know they're they're Warner Brothers. They 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 think this stuff through. So yeah, and Chuck Jones is probably getting a little cut. Oh, Chuck Jones's estate. Chuck's Chuck's in everything. Um. Yeah. So, but can. Could there be a a, a a world in which uh, I'm just trying to think of other things that it's it's it, it feels like a cute thing that would happen in a movie, whereby yeah. somebody has some. In fact, it probably already is like has some weird branded alternative to a normal thing. Does that make sense? Like you know, the obvious thing to go for is like it's a doctor. And they're, you know, they're performing some important operation, but for whatever reason, they have Looney Tunes uh, medical instruments, right? Sure, like, you know, like they're, a, they're, they're Marvin the Martian scalpel, exactly. Some <laughs> uh, wily coyote forceps, um, Tweety Bird scrubs with a huge Tweety Bird on the front. Exactly. I taught. I taught. Putty tat. And. I mean, something cute on the butt. When he turns around, there's actually something cute on the butt. It's like, you know, oh, there's some, uh, you know, the guy with the big mustache, Samity Sam. There, what's mm, his name? Mm, Yosemite Sam, and it says "back off." You know, like on oh, those. He's from Yosemite. Yosemite, yeah. Oh, I just just thought his name was Samity Sam. <laughs> no, no, Al. But but so he so he's a park ranger. Uh. I did, he didn't seem to be all that much on the side of um, protecting the wildlife. So he must have done like a degree in like ecology or... It could be. Could be. Um, yeah. Yeah. He's a conservationist. Yeah. Um, there you go. But, you know, I'm... Also, oh, the guns would have been for culling feral animals. That's what it is. And that's why he's always firing them up into the air because <laughs> he is currently tackling the problem of... Um, Indian minor birds. Uh, yeah, common minor. Indian. Common minor, now recently renamed. We discovered together, Alistair. We discovered that together, that they've been renamed yeah. as the common sometimes minor. We, sometimes we look, up, we look up birding facts together on computers. <laughs> we meet up. We travel the long distance between our homes. Mm. Andy, I want to hear what your idea was. Oh, Alistair, who, who fucking knows? But, uh, it, it, like, just just the idea of, you know... Somebody having to deliver terrible medical news, but you've gone to a cheaper hospital because for some reason they have a lot of product placement. You know, it's not just product placement in uh, movies now, it's product placement everywhere. And, you know, there's a lot of uh, doctors, there's a lot of trust placed in doctors, okay? And doctors are, you know, are, are, are 
a big force in, for example, election campaigns. You don't want to lose the doctors because they have a lot of trust from their patients and they can put a lot of, you know, they can sway a lot of votes, especially with elderly people. Similarly, pharmacists. But I'm imagining, you know, it's not just that now. And it's not just the drug companies who are getting in with the doctors. It's everybody. Now everybody wants to get a doctor on board. Any, any, Any new thing you've got to sell. There's a new Netflix series. You go to the doctors and you get the doctors to have a lot of branded stuff in their offices, right? And to be suggesting that people watch the series while they're they're measuring their ECGs. I mean, the idea that that while he's interrogating you about your symptoms... Interrogating, yes. He's using this this blender to, like, crush ice... Exactly, and then make a like make a nice refreshing drink for himself in a kind of like a tall martini glass, because of you the, know, some fresh berries and some vermouth. Because of the trust you know? of the doctor, and so it's, is it a blender company that's? Uh... Yeah, it's a blender company, and it's just showing you what you can do. But I guess maybe also the booze companies probably are. You know, he's like, "This is the be- this is the best brand of vermouth that I've found." I, you know, because once have you seen? Upon a time, it you know I think doctors were genuinely recommending you know people smoke cigarettes and smoke particular brands of cigarettes, right? Is that mm. yeah? And then and then we lost that freedom of speech. We lost exactly that was taken away from us, uh, nanny state. But I you know I think we at that point we gave up on getting doctors to encourage people to do things just because that one particular thing turned out to kill a lot of people. But there's lots of things that don't kill a lot of people, you know, like those um, those disc ball, those balls, those inflatable balls that have like a, 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 a disc around and you bounce on them, you know, like what are they yeah, called, like yeah. a, a Jupiter pad or a Pluto The ones that you stand, you stand on and kind yeah, of... Yeah, you bounce, bounce up like and down, stick, right? But... Yeah, yeah. Okay. That is good. Yeah, yeah, so... So he he would try to recommend that. Yeah, I think so. He'd be probably be using it in the in the mm. office. That's what I use. Nine out of ten doctors recommend. Yeah, yeah. And do you think it would just kind of be like so? Um, how much alcohol do you drink? Like, let's say you know, like a doctor question. Mm. Sorry about the alcohol recommendations earlier. Anyway, how much alcohol do you drink? And he says, you know, oh, I'm drinking I don't know two three drinks a day. And he says, oh, that's bad. Have you seen Bad Santa on Netflix? <laughs> exactly. And then there's a poster up had... behind on the wall, and he's got a little, he's got a little um, tongue depressor thing that has uh, Billy Bob Thornton's face on it. Who? Billy Bob Thornton. Billy Bob yeah, Thornton. Great. You poke, he, you poke, you poke Billy Bob Thornton in and press down your tongue with Billy Bob Thornton. That's nice. Yeah, maybe, yeah, look, it, maybe I've, I've written... it's a tongue depressor. It's got a little hairy beard. It's got a stubble on it. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, a little flavor saver. <laughs> yeah, it it is it is a tongue depressor, and it's it's got a little flavor of like, um, sort of because he smokes a lot. I think in that movie, it's got a little fa- flavor of like nicotine and and whiskey or something <laughs> on the tongue, Im- impregnated into the tongue depressor. It's all part of the marketing that's campaign nice. for Bad Santa. <laughs> Everything in the room is for sale. Yeah. As well. <laughs> Everything's for oh, sale. Nice <laughs> you like this? Yeah. You like this? It's yours. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty bucks. This tie, you know, 
You could buy anything off the doctor. Mm. <laughs> you know? The doctor's wearing a diamond earring. Yeah. It's a single di- diamond earring. Oh, sounds like a cool doctor. <laughs> I like the yeah, sound well, of this he- doctor. <laughs> Wears a lot of rings on his hands and yeah. stuff like that. Like, you know, like multiple rows. I think a really rich looking doctor is a, is yeah. a, is a, is a funny and separate sketch already. Yeah. It's, it's rich. It's rich doctor. It's, it's rich, rich, extravagant, extravagant doctor. doctor with like no taste, a lot of gold, a lot of like satiny type yeah. things, a lot of rings on his hands. Uh, <laughs> Big, big necklaces. <laughs> big furry crown. Got a gold stethoscope on a chain. Yeah. Oh, you got to see this guy. He's the best. <laughs> um, well, he's definitely. We like, respect. Be, like, yeah. Well, we respect wealth, don't we? We respect success. And, you know, if you see somebody with a lot of success and a lot of wealth, you're going to assume that they've done something to earn it. And, you know, you see a doctor dripping with gold and and jewels, beautiful tan, beautiful shiny white teeth. Yeah, you you walk in, you walk in, he's eating, like into the office, he says, come in, come in. He's eating a single golden chicken wing. Great. Like that. It's just entirely gold, not just on the outside. When he bites into it, the flesh is gold as well. And the bones are gold. Yeah, that's right. And he and then he finishes it. And he goes to ask me, ask you what the problem is. And then he says, then he and he says, as he as he's about to tip the bones into the bin, he goes, "Oh, wait, do you want these?" Yeah. And you go, "Oh no, thanks." He goes, "Okay." And he tips them in. They go, "Tink, tink, tink," because it's gold. Bin. It's real gold. And then he wipes his mouth with a gold bar. <laughs> yeah. And he also throws that into the bin. He just just a handful of silkworms. Oh. Yeah. Everybody Why? everybody loves silk. Why is... But nobody wants to sleep on a bed of silkworms, do they? But it's more natural. Mm, but just get it straight from the source. Get, them get the softness straight from the source. Crawling all over your body. Well, they're actually softer than silk. You have to be softer than silk to produce silk. At that, you're right. You're right. So, <laughs> softness, softness can only uh, come from a greater level of softness. This is, I think so. This yeah. is the kind of. This is exactly. This is. G, this is um, religious philosophy logic. Uh, well, yeah. uh, we can imagine goodness. And how could we imagine goodness unless goodness ca- existed? And then that vision of goodness must have come from an even more good being. Similarly, yeah. <laughs> you can't get something hard from something things, soft, uh, soft from something hard. Things only become less soft as you mm. as you process them more. Yeah. And so, if you get to the, you know, probably what, what you know, silk worms probably come from the softest thing, water. Water's the softest thing. Water's the softest thing. You know, a true waterbed would have been just a frame mm. that that just has is just basically a sort of a small aquarium, a shallow aquarium mm. that you just lay in. Yeah, <laughs> and you just kind of you know you you sort of do that thing where you hold your breath a little bit and you sort of shallow breathe to float on top. 
Um, so it's kind of a pool. It's a pool. Or a bath. Well, a big flat bath. A, a, somewhere between a, a pool and a bath. But it's like a king size. Um, what about this? It's not a water bed. It's a wet bed. So it's just a regular bed, but it's always yeah. wet. It's just... <laughs> I, it has some sort of irrigation type thing internally that just keeps it wet. Yeah. Keeps it wet the whole time. Yeah. And the the trouble the trouble with most beds when they're when they're when you you know what you know is traditionally as a bed that is wet is that they're actually not wet enough. That's mm. unpleasant because they're not wet enough. Well, but everyone if, talks about a wet patch in a bed. Yeah, wet patch. Yeah. Well, this isn't a wet patch. No, this is a wet bed. You, yeah, it's in the contrast that you're experiencing the discomfort. Correct. Because one one part of your back is dry and one part is is wet. But if you get the full the full shebang, it's actually really nice on your back. It kind of feels like you're just laying mm. on a wet blanket. <laughs> <laughs> Which again is actually very nice. You've probably just <laughs> slept or laid on blankets that have a little wet patch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wet bed. It, you um, know, a, a, yeah, like a mattress is basically a, an enormous dish sponge, right? Uh, so yeah, it would absolutely. it would hold that water beautifully. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. I imagine. I think it's all just about putting a little bit of lining the base above the... Above the slats, but mm. below the mattress, mm. just having just a bit of tarp or some you know plastic lining that that stops any liquid from you escaping. See, we we don't just pitch ideas on this; we think them through. We we work out the practicalities uh, 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 of you know well, of every of every of every idea. Yeah, a, t- a well, bit of tarpaulin or plastic underneath, because a lot of the audience are thinking, "Oh, a wet bed? Wouldn't that just drip through onto the ground? Wouldn't that be a problem?" But then immediately we put their minds at ease because we've thought of everything. We've put a tarp <laughs> bit of plastic there. under there. <laughs> and are, when you're picturing the mattress, are you picturing one of those kind of like, you know, like an IKEA mattress that's kind of foamy? Yes, like that. Or are you picturing one with with springs in there that I will kind of think... fill up with water, and then the water, you know, will just they just have to keep it at that high level. At all times. No, I think then that's basically, you're basically back to having a water bed. And that's not what this is. This is a wet bed. So. Yeah. But, no, but, you know, I, I still think it counts. I think, you know, a wet bed should have the full range of beds available to it, including you can get a water bed that you just keep the cover of the rubber sack wet as well. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of like a. It's, so it's a. Because the the water beds are like basically a rubber a rubber sack. It's just a a, a bag of water, plastic yeah, bag. I think it's just like it's water. like a goon bag. Yeah, yeah, it's like a right. goon bag full of water. So this is wet on top as well, though. 
But this one, the the wet bed water bed mm. is wet on top. That's nice. Yeah, there's no reason, it's, you know. It's, I think it's, it's like all those... the kinds of wet, all the wets that you can think of. Yeah, sloppy, sloshy, damp. It's all. It's all things. Wow. Sticky. <laughs> How you is know, Why wet with water? Why wet with water? Why can't it be wet with honey? <laughs> I think. I think you're. Doesn't a... that sound luxurious? It does. It does. And you know what? As well, my only reservation about the um the waterbed was that it might grow mold. But you know what doesn't grow? What has natural antimicrobial properties? Honey doesn't go moldy. They found some in an ancient yeah. Egyptian tomb. It's still good. It's thousands of years old. Still good. And they, they, they spread it directly onto toast, and it was fine. It was delicious. The toast was a little off because they'd had it sitting. The bread itself on was moldy, yeah. But because it doesn't travel well through the dessert, the desert, desert. Uh, <laughs> the dessert. Um, but but yeah, a honey, a honey bed. You know, again, you're mm. probably thinking of times when you've had a little bitty of a, a bit of honey on you, and it's been yucky, but you've never been fully covered. Yeah, <laughs> and you're probably thinking about standing in honey with mm. you know, and if you have been covered in honey, mm. you probably were standing and you were catching a breeze or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, this is not that. No. This is this is in your bedroom. Yeah, this is in your bedroom where you feel comfortable and and nobody's looking, nobody's seeing if. Bees are after you, or bears are after you, or anything like that. Ants. Again, ants. people are unhappy having a single ant crawl up them. They're not unhappy mm. being totally covered in ants. ants I mean, it'd be nice to have, ants have that thick, have that car- <laughs> that cartoony kind of thing of being carried away by ants at a picnic. I actually, I uh, yeah, that's probably the thing from cartoons I would love that. that I am the least. Happy doesn't exist. The little, the little, 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 little. Yeah, as yeah. things <laughs> move away sideways, as if, as if by magic, but actually they're being carried by nature's strongest beast, the ant. But it's like, it's like crowd surfing. It is. It's like crowd surfing, but it's the people underneath moving. If anything, it's, <laughs> it's like, it's like getting. It's like getting the experience. <laughs> Alistair, I'm <laughs> really happy for you. Andy, Andy, it's it's the experience of being carried around by pallbearers, but you're alive to appreciate Oh my appreciate God, it. you're right. <laughs> you know, when? why doesn't anybody carry you around like that when you're alive? <laughs> why doesn't your family get together and carry you around? You know, maybe... Maybe if you had done that, I'd still be here. <laughs> if life was that good, you know. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, basically, it's 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 either you're a, an ancient a, a ye olde king, right, being carried on one of those big sedan chair things, yeah. or you're dead. And there's got to be some middle ground. Yeah. Where's the where's the commuting pallbearer for the for the simple man, you know, what about this? I, I I know we talked a lot about pallbearers in the last episode, but this is yeah. this is this is going to be big. This is the Uber of pallbearers, and now because pallbearers, <sighs> there's not that many funerals. I mean, there's a few more now because of COVID, but that's not going to last, right? And yeah. and so there's a long time between gigs, I imagine, for pallbearers. They're just sitting course, around yeah. waiting. Just got the coffin running there. 
you know, um, that's a depreciating asset. You, you might as well put it to good use and get out there on the streets, Paul bearing around. Exactly. You know, people can call you up. You come to their place very somber, somberly, carry them out, <laughs> and then down to the shops or whatever. They lie <laughs> in the coffin. You've had too much, you know, you've had too much to drink. You can't drive down to yes. the shops. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and you know what's you know, good about similar, this as well is that yeah. there's, you, there's a lot of areas now, a lot of cities now, where in the middle of the city, they are going to like a pedestrian only. Uh, model, well, you've yeah. just found a little loophole, haven't you? Because uh, those are all just human legs on the ground there on your mode of That's transport. Right. Yeah. And and think about it for kids, you know. Let's say you you call these people up, they pick you up, they take you to the, you get them to take you to an amusement park. You get to a roller coaster. Says you need to be this high. Suddenly, you're way above that. <laughs> yeah. So you, you can. <laughs> so you are in your coffin. All six pallbearers sit sit in sit in the thing. Yeah. Yep. And then and then you're but you're in an open casket. For, you know, in this guy case, because so you can enjoy it, or at least one with a sunroof. Sure. And uh, and then they just hold you above the roller coaster thing, uh, and then it goes. It goes, does it? Yeah, that's great. Yeah, it goes. Um, and you and you get to experience something that everybody's always wanted to is the roller coaster whilst laying down. Indeed, uh, I think uh, I think we really got something there, Alistair. Sometimes yeah. it takes an extra week for you to come back to a concept and really, oh yeah, really juice it, really squeeze something out of it. The reason they're called pall bearers, it's short for pedestrian mall bearers. And you can just go. <laughs> you can, pedestrian mall bearers. Yep. You can go down the pedestrian mall. You, oh, I mean, this is this is a great this is okay, Alistair. Now we're really getting somewhere. This is an alternative universe in which yeah. the pall bearer is the dominant form of transport. And so now now you you know you have police chases and it's all pallbearers. There's the police pallbearers chasing after some gangsters getting away from a bank job they've just done. The pallbearers are, are walking somberly at top speed, careening, stay, you know, dig, in a dignified fashion around corners and over jumps as they That's chase. Very good. Fire, you know, the policeman's lying down in his coffin firing a gun. <laughs> what just like reaching it up? Yeah, I guess. And just aiming, <laughs> you can't see. Um, also, apologies to anybody who heard a big noise on my mic. I dropped my mic because <laughs> um, I was blowing my nose. Um, and, uh, I didn't actually it? hear. Oh, I wouldn't have heard it, would I? No, you wouldn't have because yeah, right. you're hearing. We're talking through the phone. I did hear you blow your nose because Alistair is sick. Uh, so what we're going to do is we are going to split our channels off into left. Left channel, right channel, and you know, Alistair will be a sick channel coming into your ear. I'll be a, I'll be a healthy, strapping channel, coming into your. If ears, you don't stereo. want your ears to get sick, exactly. I just have a cold. I just have a cold, a regular cold. Uh, well, at least my test will come back tomorrow. My COVID test will come back tomorrow, and it will confirm that I just have a regular cold. Because there's um, there's no COVID in Victoria. 
not, not yet, even though there's an outbreak in Sydney now yeah. that is sure to spread here eventually. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but you know, it's nice to see real cunts being smug on uh, on Twitter, isn't it? For absolutely which, no reason. Which which ones? Just people, just people being obnoxious about Sydney, getting <laughs> getting it. People, people from Victoria who are, yeah, just being uh, sort of. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I don't think it was the city of Sydney, the city of Sydney, that were giving us a hard time during uh, during our lockdown. It was more the mainstream, you know, or the uh, the Murdoch media or whatever, or the in the in the sort of federal government. Mm. Um, but it feels like because we were attacked during that time, if, if, if it, people feel like finally we can go, ha ha. Yeah. Well, you guys thought your contact tracing was so good, didn't you? Well, now you got an outbreak on your hands. Let's see how you deal with that. Anyway, uh, yeah, we're 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 really taking the high ground. Some of us. Yeah. Well, look, I don't I don't feel yeah I don't want I don't want this to get bad for them. Uh, no, God no. Especially a few days before, you know, five days before Christmas. That wasn't that wasn't ideal. Um, Andy, we actually do have five sketches. And ideas. they're crackers, if, if anything, Alistair. They're all good, and I stand behind all of them. I, you know, I think that that there's a there's a wide range of ideas already. So I feel like it's it's not you know it's not crazy for us to go to our three words from a listener. Not at all. I'd 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 welcome it. Well, if any, if anything, I would start doing it now. Um, today's listener, Andy, is Samuel Zarmus. Samuel Zarmus. Um, Samuel goddamn Zarmus. Uh, great name, Samuel Zarmus. Yeah. I mean, unless you say it Samuel Zarmus, oh. sort of like a Jim Jarmusch kind of thing, but Zarmus. But, you know, look, I think Zarmus is a safe place, safe way to go. Ahaya Gazimus, um, Samuel Zarmus. Uh, why did I say that? And would you want to, do you want to, it's all good, Andy. It's all good. Um, <laughs> Do you want to try and guess what um, yes. Samuel Zarmus' first word is? Yes. Glamping? Uh, Glamping. Glamping? No. Funeral. Oh, pallbearers. It's going to be a pallbearer sketch. Funeral? What? Home. Funeral home? Funeral home? No. Oh. Because I was, I was going to be, I was, I've already guessed it. It was going to be funeral home wreckers, and it's like home wreckers, but for funeral homes. Yeah, well, that's good. That that is a great. That's a good sketch idea that we'll have to do another time. Okay, right. Um, yeah, funeral. Um, f- funeral wake. Funeral wake. But you're you're in the right you're in the right ballpark. In that it's a kind of like a pun it, twist on. Yeah, in that it's kind of like that. that funeral uh, wakeboarding. Andy, it's close enough. Oh. The third word is bored. Alistair, funeral wakeboard. <laughs> Andy, I don't know how you've become so good at this. I mean, it's it's probably clues, but I think the 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 listeners are, have taken pity on me, and they're 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 giving me breadcrumbs. You know, they they are coaxing me they w- towards. Uh, they once fucked with you, and now they're mm. only working with you. Mm-hmm. Now they're fucking for me. Uh, so, <laughs> um, funeral wake board. 
you know, I mean, there's a few different ways you can yeah. interpret this, isn't there? Obviously, you, know, you could have the board of a funeral home or something like that. Usually we're talking like a, you know, administrative board <laughs> who, uh, who, um, uh, yeah, or like a plank of wake. wood that they use to wake to to awaken people in the in the sort of the during during sort of uh, eulogies to make sure that nobody's sleeping. Mm. Just they use a board to hit people. That's uh, that's quite uh, that's quite funny. Um, or you know, I I can imagine for some reason it it, it tickles me that they have uh, somebody standing up the front of the funeral. So, you know, everybody has a job at a funeral, right? You know, there's there's the ushers, there's people giving out um, little uh, pamphlets of memorial stuff. There's people who have to give speeches and readings and there's a priest or whatever, celebrant, whatever that person would be appropriate at a funeral. Yeah. And, uh, and then there's also the person with the long stick and they stand up the front and they, you know, dress quite nicely. And then they, you know, as people drift off, they just sort of poke them in the face uh, so they wake yeah. up. Um, It'd be good if they also if they could also control the acts, like you know the people who are giving a funeral, uh, you know, uh, giving speeches. They control them. Well, you know, they could prod them and hit do them. things like that. You know? <laughs> hit them, right? Hit them. If, you know, if they're y- being yank them off stage. too boring or too sad, or not sad yeah. enough. You know, there should be an enforcer of a person's final wishes. And it has to be an independent person. Mm. You know, because often they'll say, you know, somebody will say during their life, I don't want to have a sad funeral. I want to have a happy thing. Mm. But if if anything, nobody ever listens to the, a dead person's wishes almost. Yep. Yep. And so there needs to be an independent body that you go to. Right. Absolutely, you know, you know of, of, of auditors who you know you can mm. specify exactly how much fun you want everybody to be having at your funeral, and they'll come along yeah. and hit people with sticks until they have the requisite <laughs> amount of fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, they run a tight ship. Yeah, great. <laughs> um, and they'll you know they'll, they'll I don't know they'll they'll put on the right music. They'll turn up you know the heat on the floor mm. heating. Make sure people are moving their feet. <laughs> That's what you want. <laughs> hey, look, I if I can't get dancing, I'll settle for people moving their feet in in discomfort because the floor is so hot. Yeah. The the point is that viewed from above, heaven, where I will be, I won't be able to tell the difference. As long as people are jumping around. <laughs> I'm so far away I can't tell if they're yelping in pain or just just having the boogie of a lifetime. Yeah, mm. exactly. And that's the good thing is that, you know, they, they, yeah, they fix it from a, you know, so that it looks good from a bird's eye point of view. Mm. Um, you know, you might want a funeral where there's a lot of laughter, right? And so, you know, maybe, maybe you're, you're not, not convinced that <laughs> your family members are, are up to the task of, you know, making it as funny or having as much fun yeah. as you'd like it to be. You hire, they'll send along some laughers. They'll be laughing through the whole thing. Well, I think the people with the sticks walk around and as they're poking people and, and turning up the heat on the floor, yeah. they're just laughing. They're like, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> See? They're, and that, that, that's infectious. Like, laughter is infectious. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Pretty soon. 
Everyone will be laughing. Everyone will be rolling in the aisles, burning themselves on the hot floor. But I don't want... She said she doesn't want anybody to be sad. She said she wants it to be a celebration. And then they pick out, they take out the body and mm. the celebration of the person's life. And they take out the body. <laughs> it's always my go-to. They take out the body and then <laughs> they dance with it. <laughs> you know. <sighs> um, this is her. Oh, they reenact her, their, her life with the body. Yeah. That's a real celebration. Re- they reenact the birth and then her, you know, her and then birth. She's first day at school. Yeah, first first steps. Wow. Like that, which will be... Do they dig up the 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 deceased's mother to help oh, with it? They don't have they. You know, the, all these people work in theater and stuff like that, so they can sure they can recreate a giant vagina with their out. No with their need for anything like macabre. No need <laughs> for anything weird. Just. Reenacting a birth with a corpse. It's a celebration. You want high art there. It's a celebration. Mm. Oh, and you want something confronting as well. This is what the person wanted. This is not what you want. It doesn't matter about what you want. No. (laughs) They're just enforcing the final wishes of the person. Final wish enforcers. Oh, I think that's good. Gosh, there's a bit of yawning in this episode. Um, We're really tired. We're really tired and and we apologise. No, well, we don't need to apologize, Andy, because we we delivered, I think. (laughs) You know, we delivered. So, I'll take us through the sketches. We got Legally Dad. Legally Dad. Legally Dad. Dad. (laughs) This is a guy, put some of his info on there, on the internet. Now he's your dad. Bunch of Russians. Bunch of Russians. Change, make, make them legally their dad. They can come into the country. And then they start. You know, doing Putin's bidding and basically start <laughs> annexing the country. Is this is this a racist? Is this a new racist stereotype that all Russians are hackers trying to take down foreign governments? No, it's not. Is no, it? No, no. It's this just these not, ones. This is not about all Russians. I, no, no, it's not about all Russians. It's just about Putin, and it's just about Crimea. Right. And and but but it's just happening to Australia in this case. But it is about the annexing of Crimea. And, but they're just doing it through this way. And these people, they don't, it's not that they necessarily want to, it's just a job. There you go. They work, they work for their government and this is where they can get work. And then they start annexing the country and then he has to decide between the love of his country and the Mm. love of his children. We've all been there. Love for his children. Then we've got open tender democracy. This is where other countries can bid to be the, to have a. You know, to have a, a go at being your federal government. Well, yeah, you can have it. We, we can have an outside contender. It's like hiring, mm. you know, a new CEO from outside the firm. Who's to say that the best government for for Australia is made up of Australians, people in Australia? There, there's there's on an international market. There's talent, you know, and we should just be going where the talent is. Exactly, and I oh, think this is what states... we should do. We should kidnap Xi Jinping. He seems very effective. Kidnap him and force him to be our prime minister. That's a good idea. It's <laughs> a really good idea. And then we can give them one of our leaders. Yes, and force them to have him as their leader. Do you think dress him up as Xi Jinping? Yep. Correct. And hope that they don't tell. They can't tell. Yep. Because at at that point, you know where where Xi Jinping is, I don't think that 
people can say negative things about him. No. So if they, he starts looking like John Howard, but <laughs> dressed up like Xi Jinping. In a weird costume. You can't say in that. In a weird costume. They can't say that because they, they would worry that maybe that, you know they'd be disappeared. Mm. Is this racist as well? Is this saying negative things about him? Anyway, we're saying uh, he's doing a good job, an yeah. effective job. <laughs> um. Then we got product placement. We're saying we endorse yeah. all the policies of the Chinese Communist Party. That's what we're saying. <laughs> yeah. How could that be racist? We how get... could how could supporting <laughs> uh, unquestioning how hospital. could our unquestioning support of the CCP in any way be be interpreted as, as prejudice against anybody? <laughs> Watch out, Andy. If you start if you start being too ironic, people will find your digital signature and it'll become your you'll you'll be their dad. You don't need any more kids. That's true. Uh, then we so we so we have product placement hospital. Then we also have extravagant doctor. Mm, I'm interested Very in this guy. Very fancy doctor. Yeah, imagine imagine the beautiful model of a you know of a you know I don't know of a tongue depressor that they would lay upon your tongue. Mm. You know, probably that nice, that nice material that the the iPads, uh, not the iPads, but the uh, the iMacs, not the well, you know, like the uh, the Mac laptops. Yeah, you know that metallic surface that they're made out of. It's oh, very yeah. nice to it's the really touch. Really good. I think it's aluminium. Have that on a tongue tongue suppressor, tongue depressor. Is it tongue depressor or tongue suppressor? Uh, depressor. Then there's the tongue oppressor, which is uh, of course. You know, forces That's when you the put tongue. Xi Jinping on your tongue. Yeah. <laughs> and then we got wet. Very bed. political episode. This one, very political. A oh. lot of insights. Yeah. We're bloody. Well, he only uh, does it. He only does it to solve here. the problem. He probably would only oppress your tongue to solve the problem of the gingivitis in your mouth. So it would be a temporary six-week oppression. While they cleared up the thing, so it, so the gingivitis didn't spread to your tongue and you didn't get tongueivitis. Mm. Then we got so we don't what wet beds. Just you know, it's just the beds. You know, small patch of wet is not you know it's uncomfortable, but it's because it's not wet enough. Then we got why don't they carry you around like a coffin and pallbearers while you're alive? Yep, I can't believe you wrote that down in that level of detail. <laughs> but it's good. It's um, good, Al. Yeah, and then we got. Final wish enforcers. Thanks, everybody. Uh, wow, um, what a year it's been. Um, I, you know, we might we might t- get to talk to you again just before uh, the end of the year, but just want to say what a, what a year. Uh, what a year. What a year. I hope you're and all that's good. Why I, and yeah, I hope you're all good. We thank you for all your support throughout this year. It's meant a great yes. deal to us. And, uh, and we, we always feel very lucky we, to have you in our mouths. And yeah, and, we, uh, and us and us in your ears. You can follow us on Twitter. I'm at StupidOldAnda. He's at uh, AlistairTB. We're at Two in Tank. You can support us on Patreon. You can review us on iTunes. Uh, you can download Magma at Stupid Old Studios Presents. Um, and uh, the links are we, in the show notes. And we... Love, love you. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates.
It's not optional. You have to do it. <laughs> we used to go easy on it, but now you have to. Yeah. Yeah. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.